Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. I hope you are happy today. Happy because you're a child of the King. Happy because you want to serve Jesus. Happy because you get to listen to Christian radio. And hopefully happy because I'm going to share God's truth with you, and I hope that you will listen. But I hope everything is going well in your lives, and this Holy Week would be a fantastic week for you. You know, before Holy Week, not far before before Holy Week, different things happen. I'm going to share some of those this week and leading up to the uh, crucifixion and resurrection. And so bear with me today, tomorrow, and Wednesday and Thursday, and hopefully that uh, we'll all be excited about celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for this opportunity to share to whoever's listening the truth of the Bible, because your truth, Lord, will set us free. Your truth will give us new hope and new life. Lord, I pray your blessing upon the words that I share, that they would be truth from the Word of God. And God, give me understanding of things that are in the Word that that I could proclaim it correctly. And Lord, if I somehow mess up, that you would would catch me and help me to realize that. And Lord, I'm just very grateful for all our faithful listeners. Please be with them this week. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm going to go back. Like I said, here we are coming up to the death of Christ and... uh, to Holy Week, and and there's several things that happened prior to the triumphal entry in the 21st chapter of Matthew. So I'm going to go back, oh, five five chapters to the 15th chapter of as they're coming, and uh, you're seeing Jesus do all sorts of things, healing people. You know, he, he healed the Canaanite woman, and all these different things that that happen. Well. This is a pretty big one, and this is one that we hear about a lot because it's such a tremendous miracle. It's about Jesus feeding the thousands. In verse chapter 15, verse 29, verse 29, Jesus says, Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. And so I, now I can picture that because I was at the Sea of Galilee, and I could see walking along there. And, I, and the mountainside right across from the Sea of Galilee is where they believe that that Jesus fed the five thousand, which we were up on uh, uh, one one day, and and in fact we were sitting up there, and a, a a shepherd came through with all his sheep and had bunches of sheep that passed through, and you could kind of visualize the people sitting everywhere and hearing Jesus. Anyway, he went up the mountainside, he sat down, great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute. And many others, and they laid them at his feet, and he healed them. Why? Why did they bring, bring them? Because they had heard of the miracles of Jesus, and they believed. You see, we hear of these things. We we're not there to see them, but we believe that Jesus will heal and touch lives. And if we believe that, we will see the power of God work in many, many ways. said the people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled made well, the lame walking, and the blind sing, and they they praised the God of Israel. Can you imagine knowing somebody that's blind from birth, and all of a sudden, 
they see. You know somebody that was crippled, hadn't walked for years and years and years, and suddenly they are walking normally, and you're thinking, what has happened? This can't happen. See, we always put it out, this can't happen because it's a lack of faith. We have a hard time believing. Jesus was preparing the way of dying and and going to uh, resurrect again and trying to teach people, say they would believe and understand. Well, Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me for three days. They had spent three days listening to Jesus and having him heal them. Now, that's what I call revival. He says, but they have nothing to eat, Jesus said. I didn't want to send them away hungry, or they may collapse on the way. And so Jesus is very concerned about the people. His disciples answered, well, where can we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven. They replied, and a few small fish. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and fish, and when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave that to them, the disciples, and they, and they in turn, and in turn to the people. I watched that this morning on, uh, on visual TV, on, the, on Bruce Masciano as Jesus, that, that whole scene, and about he, how he prayed for that, and then they went through, passed out all the food, and everybody had their feel. And they, I mean, they had to think, what in the world, how in the world could this happen? I mean, a miracle right before their very eyes. How does God multiply fish? How does God multiply bread? How does that work? I don't get it. People, we there's a lot of things we don't get. I don't get, like I said the other day, I don't get how there's the the sky is endless and the, the, the stars are endless. It just goes on and on and on. I don't understand that. I don't understand how I can get on the, on the phone in somebody, I have a friend that calls me from Japan, and I can just, I hear Miss Claire Zabel, and within a couple seconds, you know, the whole phone call is, and yet thousands and thousands of miles away. I don't get that. I don't understand it. There's a lot of things in life we don't understand, but we have faith to believe. I know I'm talking to the guy. I know that uh, he's hearing from me. Well, anyway, so they gave all the food out, and they said they are all were satisfied. See, they're all satisfied. They all had enough. Those seven loaves and, and fish went all the way to feed those thousands of people. Well, the number of those who ate was 4,000 besides women and children. After Jesus had sent the crowd away, he got into his boat and he went to the vicinity of Magadan. Well, he had to get away. He had to get away and, and because, man, he'd been spending three days sharing his life with people. Can you imagine how draining that would be when you have people after people coming up and talking to you? Years ago, I got to speak at a big camp meeting in, in Indiana, and there was oh, somewhere around 2,200 people at the camp meeting. And afterwards, they have the speaker go into this little gazebo, and people come by and talk to you. And so I didn't know that when I, until after I spoke. I said, oh, Pastor, you got to come. So I went out there and met the people. Oh, man, 
I had to stand out there for, they came through just so many asking this, asking that, thanking me for speaking, just commenting on things. It was, I was tired. When I got done that night, I'm telling you what, I was tired. Oh, I had a great time. It was certainly fun, but I was certainly tired. And here Jesus is three days out there, probably not getting hardly any rest at all. People coming to him constantly trying to be healed because they heard what he had done. And then they got to see the incredible sign, you know, the incredible things that were happening. And it goes on, that's in chapter 15, finishing chapter 15. In chapter 16, the he goes on and he talks to people and, and Peter has a confession of Christ, you know, and, and uh, he says, you are the Christ, the living God. Jesus replied, bless you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this is not revealed to you by man, but by the Father of heaven. I tell you that you, Peter, and on this rock I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Well, you know what? He he was continuing to minister, not just to the crowds, but to the disciples. In fact, in fact, he said then he went on to warn his disciples, warn his disciples not to tell anyone that he was a Christ. That was kind of interesting. He didn't want them passed on. Maybe, maybe he was tired. Maybe just said, you know, not right now. It's not, but he knew his time hadn't come yet. He knew it wasn't time for him uh, to leave this earth. How would you like knowing that someday that you're going to be crucified or someday you're going to die for people? And, you know, that concern over your heart and mind would be so heavy. But Jesus had one thing in mind. I'm going to touch people's lives. I'm going to touch the multitude's lives and they'll see who I am. And of course, they followed him in groves. And then and that's why he, sometimes he had to go out on the boat, go out on the lake and get, get away so that, that he could have some free time to think. You know, when you are always sought after, you know, it's time to get away and think. I had a pastor where I pastored in Vancouver, Washington for nine years. And in our denomination, uh, he was he was the most sought-after pastor to speak. He spoke all over the country. He was amazing. He could bring the Bible to life and just so amazing. People came to church to listen to him. That church grew huge, and a lot of it was because they wanted to hear him. But they were always after him. He's getting calls all the time. He had to turn down uh, people uh, all the time. I can imagine that would get old, be old dealing with people. But Jesus knew that he didn't have a lot of time. And he was going to do what he could do to train the disciples and to show people the way of God. So anyway, and we're going to talk tomorrow a little bit. It goes into the 17th chapter about before his death again, the transfiguration, which I think is is very interesting and very appropriate for us to look at, considering that someday there were all going to, those who believe in Jesus will all be in heaven and uh I I certainly hope you believe in the Lord. And if, if you're struggling today and if you say, Pastor, I'm not sure where I'm at, call on him right now. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Help me to love you, serve you, and be about your business. Lord, I love you, and today starts anew for me this day. And if you're struggling in life, please pray that prayer. Call upon him today. He will be there for you. He will walk beside you. He'll lead you into the path of righteousness for his name's sake, and someday you'll spend eternity with him. May God bless you. Lord, bless your people today. Guide them in every way. In 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.